Hey, Sarah. Hey, what? I want to watch romantic comedy. I looked the wrong way and I lost my hand. He could make you look the wrong way and you could lose your whole head. Welcome to RomanticComedyCommentary.com, or as Sarah likes to call it, RomComCom.com. And I am one half of your podcasting team. I'm Justin, and with me as always is... Sarah. And this week, we're going to do a movie that I've never seen, and I'm really excited to watch. We're going to do Moonstruck. Yeah. I know nothing about this movie whatsoever mm-hmm. going into it. I mean, I'm I'm cold. Apparently. I know shares in it. Yes. That's what I know. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell me anything else about this movie before what we get into it? What do you think this it? quote is about? I have absolutely no idea. Say it one more time. I looked the wrong way and I lost my hand. He could make you look the wrong way and you could lose your whole head. Lost my hand. Mm-hmm. Look the wrong way. Yeah. A butcher? Like a butcher like chopping off? No, that sounds like a horror movie. I don't know. I, I literally have no idea. I can't even. Well, there is a guy with one hand in this movie. Oh, so I'm going to find out. It's quite literal. So in what we're going to do this episode, we decide to try something new. We are actually going to sit down and watch the movie and then stop a couple times throughout it. So it's like an hour and a half long. So we're yeah. going to stop at 30 minutes, talk for a little bit, stop at 60 minutes, talk for a little bit, stop at the end and do a recap. And this is a movie that I love <laughs> and that Justin has never seen. Yeah. So it should be really interesting. I I mean, it's, it has quite a few Oscar nominations. Yeah. It has quite a few Oscar wins. Or is it yeah. just Cher? How many Oscar wins did it Three. have? Three. Cher won for Best Actress. Olympia Dukakis won for Best Supporting Actress. It won for Best Original Screenplay. There was also, uh, it was nominated for Best Supporting Actor and Best Actor and Best Director and Best Movie. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But it won three. Pretty the, sweet. The only thing I really know about it is the poster for it, where it's just sharing like a fur coat mm. jumping in front of the moon, and it's got yeah. me. It's got me on board She's for it. Moonstruck, La Bella Luna. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I just want to know: Does this movie have any gypsies, tramps, and thieves? <laughs> hey, thieves. Um, <laughs> kind of. I mean, like maybe some tramps. We'll see. We'll see if there's any thieves. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder at the end of Cher, I'll ask her, or if I want to ask Cher, do you believe in love after love? I think she does after this movie, for sure. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, before we dive into this movie, though, I do also want to give one quick recommendation for something that I got obsessed with last week and ripped through mm-hmm. in a matter of maybe like five days. Uh, and it is romantic comedy related. It is a TV show, TV series on Amazon mm-hmm. that is literally from beginning to end to me a romantic comedy catastrophe. Yeah. It is 24 episodes, four seasons, six episodes so a season. Good. They're like 30 minutes each. You're in, you're out. It's about an English businessman or an American American. businessman Mm -hmm. goes to England, gets a girl pregnant, marries her and moves there. Mm -hmm. And it is hysterical. And Rob Delaney and Sharon Horgan co-write, co-star, and co-produce it. So they're in charge of everything. And it's just Like they got to choose their right, uh, like assistant writers. They got to choose the other actors. They got to choose the music. So it's totally 100% their baby. And Carrie Carrie Fisher's in it as Rob Mm -hmm. Delaney's mom before she passed away. And she, 
has so this whole good. thing with eBaying that is just yeah. wonderful. Oh my god, it's so uh, and the lines in it are just great. They're so quick, mm-hmm. but it's not like Aaron Sorkin fast, unrealistic no, dialogue. Yeah. It's snappy but realistic. Yeah, and you just fall in. The two of them have such chemistry. I would believe I that they are married. Yeah, and I know. I kept checking to see like, are they married? No, it's it's not them. <laughs> I, I mean, I it's it's so good. Yeah. The the last episode, I'm not going to ruin anything, but yeah, it is just such it. a thought. It's the perfect way to wrap up the series and there's one mm. series of lines in it that like really turned my head and her reaction to them ultimately in the episode yeah. just couldn't have left me happier with mm. an ending well i listened to an interview with rob delaney this week with one of the producers from fresh air and i don't normally like the people who aren't terry gross but <laughs> this guy was good he got oh it's mostly just because i like rob delaney so much he was talking so honestly about it and about what they try to do and they try so hard to write the way that people actually talk so that it sounds natural. And he said something about, does it, is it hard to, you know, pretend that you are a recovering alcoholic when you actually are a recovering alcoholic? You know, is it hard to play someone who's, spoiler alert, who's relapsed? And he said, I'm spending so much time thinking about the next shot and the music here and what we do here. He said, it really gets me out of myself because I'm just focused on the actual crafting of the episode. So I thought that was cool. That Yeah, that is good. It, it's just cannot recommend it highly I enough. Know. And I'm telling you, I really do think that the 24 episodes, just the arcs that run it's throughout perfect. it, it could, yeah. be, it could be chopped and made the into British... a romantic comedy movie. Oh, I mean, it, okay. it has yeah. every element jammed into, I think, in my opinion, every single episode is a romantic comedy. It's not like when we talk about The Office or something that where there's like episodes that are, together. yeah, that are pieced together. Like, that's hmm. what this is. Right. There's even the, I'll like... have to the, watch it with fresh eyes. It's wonderful. It got his line, he went to Burger King to work something out. <laughs> he comes back after a fight, says, I went to Burger King and worked it out all on a, a napkin. napkin. <laughs> you were right. And I just, I spit out what I was eating, honest to God. Oh, it's, it's so wonderful. Good. Yeah, I, you thought you had one over on me. I started watching it from the beginning. I have been shouting from the rooftops telling people to watch this show. I'm around you at least once a week and I've never once seen you shouting it Because it was a while ago. Because it's from four years ago. It's so Good. It's so good. I, when it first came on, I was like, oh my God, this is awesome. I'm furious it's over. It was one of those things when I got to the last episode, yeah. I, I stared at it and I really had to spend time. I mm. almost didn't watch it. Yeah. I do that with a couple of things like IT well, Crowd. I have not watched the last oh, episode because really? I don't want the period on the yeah. sentence or on the chapter, you know. There are big breaks between some of the seasons too. So it's, it's hard, like upwards of a year or so between seasons. So. It was hard to like continue to yell about it, mm-hmm. but I guess I didn't yell about the last season because it's the last season. Oh my god, his druggy friend on it too. Yeah, and then Fer- Fergal is such a good. Her brother's named Fergal, Fergal, and I love that name. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I'll say is Sharon Horgan. She's forty-eight. I know. She looks she's am- great. Amazing. Her legs. My legs don't look that good. <laughs> my legs will never look that good. I know. All right, are you ready to Moonstruck? Yeah, sorry, we got off track, but Moonstruck. Moonstruck. New York, Italian people. Ooh. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. (laughs) Sarah, we are back. We are 31 minutes in, and let me just say, this movie is 
absolutely delightful. Yay. If you have not seen this movie, yeah. I, I mean, you can keep listening to this, but but I would you say go watch go it. And see it. Oh my god, it is so good. I don't even know where to start. I haven't seen it in probably five to seven years, and man, every single line. Everything, every setup, everything, that's just so good. It's so good. Yeah. And it's just dripping with Italian stereotypes yeah. left Sicilian and right. Sicilian especially. Oh my God. Just a little God. background on my family. My grandpa is Sicilian and his dad and his grandpa came over from Sicily and they had an import business. So they were back and forth a lot from Sicily to America and... My grandpa had seven siblings, and he and his older sister basically raised the young ones. And they're just like super, super Sicilian. And it's just like watching that family. Oh, like, wait. So, you, so what they're doing in this movie is oh, like an accurate portrayal of Sicilians? Oh, yeah. Wow. Because I was thinking they are going a little over the top no, with some of this. No, this is like they have weird. Eating quirks. They have. Yeah, they put at one point in this movie. They put sugar in champagne. In champagne. And Sarah said yeah, that's a thing. That's a thing. Which I don't get because you're already drinking mm-hmm. like liquid syrup. We had a Rini family reunion every summer in Northeast Ohio, and I remember being like, "Why is everybody like?" They kept calling it grape juice. Why does everyone have grape juice in these jars? And they had made their own wine and were passing it out to each other. But it was a like you couldn't have wine in a public park, so they were calling it grape juice. And like they're all so short and hairy, and I got so many cheek pinches. And oh my god, look, she's growing like a weed. Look at her. And just oh my gosh, it was everyone's hugging. Everyone's wearing too much perfume and cologne, and like. Just like really unique people. Like my aunt had a picture of her dead husband in his casket that she was showing everyone. <laughs> and like, look how handsome he looked. Oh I just God. wanted a picture of it. Like, like showing everyone. And like a couple of aunts had kids who that like never left the basement. One like killed some animals as a kid. And now he just lives in their basement. And like really weird unique characters my aunt laura lived at the top of mount washington in pittsburgh and had a huge picture of the sacred heart of jesus like the burning heart with the big if you're not catholic it's it's creepy if you're catholic too but if you're not catholic you really don't understand what it is it's like got thorns around it and it's bleeding and burning and that was at the end of her dark wallpapered hallway and like you had to go buy it to go to the bathroom (laughs) that's just freaking weird italian american people well the yeah the the part of this that i identify with at least a little bit i'm not italian one tiny bit but Mm -hmm. i do have east coast family yeah so there are like some things i'm looking i'm like yeah it's like east coast mixed with yeah 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 Because I was looking at, they, like, they go into the bakery and there's all those cookies and things. I'm like, my grandma used to buy plates of cookies just like that. Yeah. When we would show up, she'd be like, oh, these are the good ones. And I'm like, oh, no, these are terrible and dry, but you <laughs> yeah, ate them. Yeah, and hard as a rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And who, who eats those? Yeah, nobody. But they loved them. Yeah, my grandpa would dip those in coffee. He dipped everything in coffee. 
dipped his donut in the morning, dipped any cookie. Have you ever tried that? The coffee dip? Yeah, it's freaking great. <laughs> it, I, see, I don't like it. And I'd always see, <laughs> oh, it, in I car- like well, I'd it. Always see it in cartoons growing up. So oh, once I started I drinking like coffee, I was like, well, let me dip this donut. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, this is terrible. It's like just a sponge of mm-hmm. not goodness no, to like me. And I don't it's care for dip. it. I'm a but dipper. I, but I like black. I just like black, mm-hmm. just you black coffee. Did you see how many cubes of sugar they put in their coffee in the morning? Share grab three. And just bloop, bloop, bloop in there. It's like, sugar, please. Oh, my God. Cher is just Isn't enchanting she great? in this. God, she's great. I've only seen her in one other movie. And it was, I watched it on an international HBO while I was in, uh, God, was it was it Burma? Yeah, I think it was Burma. Hmm. Uh, and But we were watching, I think it's called Face. I think sure. it's Face. It's the one where she's the mother of a boy with a uh, deformed oh, face. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, know if you saw about. the image of the yeah. kid, you'd know it. But yeah. it's like, we were watching and that, and mom. that's the only other experience I have with yeah. Cher acting. Isn't she fantastic? Oh, my God, I can't yeah. look away. I don't know if this is just the role for her, or if she's, like, good in everything. I wouldn't be surprised if she's just, like, I fantastic in everything. I bet she's just good in everything. everything. If, if we ever but... do Mamma Mia 2, I bet our jaws yeah. will be on the ground all the same. Because she was good in Face. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think it was called Face. Mamma, or Mamma Mia, good gun. The studio didn't want uh, Nicolas Cage. I guess his screen test didn't go well. But (laughs) Cher was like, no. She fought for him and said, this is the guy. We have to keep him. They finally relented. And I wonder if his screen test didn't go well because it was bad or because it was exactly like he is on the screen, and that's just who he is. It's like you can't decide with Nicolas Cage whether he's a bad actor well, or whether you, he's completely no, you know going for it. Well, no, you know what's interesting? I had heard someone talking about, uh, I think it was, yeah, about Nicolas Cage once mm-hmm. and saying that the way he acts is almost like how some people will try to make acting a photograph. Yeah. And he doesn't just try to make acting a painting. He's, he's doing, well, no, he's doing it with like, Oil, oils in this one movie and this next one he's on to watercolors and this huh. next one it's clay and it's like that he sees acting as just like it, there's a different, different ways yeah yeah and just different huh. ways of crafting what you're doing and that may be way overlooking yeah. what Nicolas Cage was doing but I thought it was well, an I interesting way to, to look at it. an interview with him where he was talking about he thinks about it way more than you think he would yeah yeah he was talking about it as if he were in an opera and that's like the beginning of this movie is like they they um center on the metropolitan opera house in new york and then like all of the set design for la boheme and i'm not quite sure why they started that way except i guess they're setting up the fact that this maybe story is is an operatic story and he's certainly playing into that with his over-the-top emotions and that's just so that's so Sicilian too. I know they get a rap for like la 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 da, 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 da. but like that's how my family was. And especially like you talk about New Yorkers having big mouths. It's mostly New York Italians having big mouths. Like say whatever comes to your mind and just say it loudly. You know, I don't know. It's great. It, on his Wikipedia page there's a whole thing about his acting style yeah. in which uh Cage himself has described it as, in quotes, mega acting. <laughs> so, mega. So that's good. No, I think, I really do think he is a good actor, but he, he can run across so many different things. But like you're saying, yeah, yeah this, he is going for it, but <sighs> but it does kind of make sense Isn't he in a beautiful? way. That, I, I actually, such a beautiful I, man. I actually do have a question here. Is Nicolas Cage in yeah. this movie attractive? He's fucking hot. Okay, I'm just... Yeah. 
I, I oh my god I saw it and I was like holy shit that's Nicholas I think I saw he's this like movie jacked. yeah he is jacked I think I saw bag. this movie when I was maybe 14 or 15 old enough to get a lot of the humor mm-hmm. but like n- like not old enough to really understand a lot of the dynamics in the relationships like the subtleties but I remember being like I knew Nicholas Cage but I was like, holy shit, like that's young, hot Nicholas Cage. Like I never knew his eyes were so beautiful. And he wasn't like weird. I think I'd just seen him in Family Man, that weird movie where mm. he like dies and then comes back to realize that his family is actually really important. And then I watched this movie with my mom and I was like, oh my God, he's awesome. He's so hot. Well, I just can't believe that he's so young, but mm-hmm. he's still bringing the kind of intensity he does. Yeah. Like, because you would figure like an actor would kind of grow yeah. into that. Like, nope, he's fucking no, crazy. No, he's just pedaled down. <laughs> fucking crazy from the beginning. Oh my God, he had a line. Yeah. So he, he, we're at the point in the movie where he has just met Cher. He, he he's is a the, baker. He's a baker and he's the brother of the guy that Cher is engaged to. Right. And we just found out that he lost his hand in a terrible bread slicing accident. Because Danny Aiello, his brother Danny Aiello, asks him for bread and he sticks his hand in the slicer without paying attention and cuts his hand off, cuts his fingers off at least. Oh, you know what that makes me think of though? I do have one trait that I think would qualify as, as Sicilian or Italian even though I'm not Sicilian or Italian. Smashed fingers? No, I hold on to grudges like a motherfucker. Do you? Oh, I, it's, a, it's the one of the worst oh, traits. I, no, it's a terrible, terrible oh, trait. No. Um, but the way he, he was just like something, he just yells on the phone. <laughs> she was like, he wants you to come to our wedding. He goes, some things cannot be undone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm pretty surprised. Yeah. I would be surprised if I haven't said that yeah. to someone in all seriousness they do not mess around with grudges and i love that she said okay so she puts yeah danny aiello asks to marry her she says yes and then she puts him on a plane to sicily because his mother is dying and then she's standing at the window looking at the plane and this old woman next to her says she cursed the plane i curse this plane my sister's on it and she told me she never cared for the man she loved and she stole him from me and then Cher turns to her and says well, I don't believe in curses she says neither do I but they totally believe in curses there's so much superstition and bad luck and is there any chance you're gonna settle into that kind of Sicilian later I in life so. I also fun. do I would love to have a like an Italian friend with that yeah. kind of vigor and you're kind of it I was kind of thinking I wrote this down I was kind of thinking should I express my temper more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. should I like let my opinion be known? Because I don't think you can uh, let your opinion be known any more than you already oh, do. But I, I definitely you... can. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I tone it down, especially for Brian. Brian's Jesus. like you're sometimes a lot. Like I remember, I think I like intensed out his sisters one time. Like maybe I, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I don't realize how expressive i can be i would like to see but your temper I'm come out certainly more, yeah. toned it down oh wait no let me qualify that i would like to see your temper come out more not at me oh, like right. i would like mostly to be... traffic traffic really comes on i just yeah because i do have here like i want that 
crazy Italian friend. And again, you're kind of yeah. it. So you've got a lot to take Riding on. Oh, oh, wait, on no, Donahoe's Italian, but he's not is like, he? yeah. He's way too mild, man. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He's not like, no, he's like the. I feel like the, he's been working on himself too much. He's the, he's the <laughs> he laid needs back. To let it out. Yeah, he's like the laid back <laughs> Italian guy. He's always been like that. Huh. He used to wear the Italian horn, though. All through college, the or what? through the the uh, like how Italian dudes wear the chain with the little gold horn. On. You know I what I'm talking what about? That is. It's like a thing Italian dudes do, and by I Italian dudes that. I mean Mike. Huh. But yeah, and like I think other hmm. yeah, I've just seen a lot of Italian dudes do it. But he would always wear the horn, and it would be like nestled. Hmm. And well, he was a swimmer, so it wasn't, wasn't nestled chest hair. That was all. That was all oh, uh, gone. Yeah, all gone. He probably has some now. Um, but I, it's a weird combination because I'm also German and Germans are very restrained, you know, and respectable. And my grandpa, who's hundred percent Sicilian married my grandma, who's a hundred percent German and her parents only spoke German, but they were also super weird and like would fight with each other through her and refuse to speak English and refuse to speak to each other for like five years. See, that's awesome. And only spoke through her. Yeah, that's awesome. Speaking through other it's people. Like, that's a very... Have you ever done know. that before with a friend? No. Like spoken? Really? No. Oh, see, I, I have absolutely done that. I'm pretty sure Mike has both been the medium and the one receiving oh. probably several times. No, I don't do that. You feel like you're more Italian than I am. <laughs> I don't know. Grazie. <laughs> Grazie mille. Yeah, I don't know. But back to the movie. Um, did you see when Danny Aiello tells her to call his brother? She says, you have a brother? And he said, yeah, I haven't talked to him for five years. And he puts his hand up with a five fingers. Mm -hmm. And then he looks at his hand and goes, oh, and she kind of like oh, shudders and puts I, his hand I remember away. that, but I didn't, I, not, I didn't piece it together until you're saying yeah. it, what it meant. That's awesome. Because his brother doesn't have a hand. And some things cannot be forgiven. <laughs> I think the thing I like so much about all of them is that they're, it's like they don't, none of them has a filter. So not only is it all the anger, it's also like any thought that comes to mind, which is really kind of interesting. Mm. It's like <laughs> just yelling, even out of context, whatever thought comes to mind. I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot, too. I mean, mm. I when the dad, she said that she was engaged to the guy, he's like, I don't like it. <laughs> and I'm not going to come. Oh. I'm not going to come to the wedding. Yes, you are, dad. And this, this had my favorite, I guess it wouldn't be a cameo because... He was younger then and wasn't really super well known. But John Mahoney, Frazier's mm -hmm. dad, was in it. Yeah. I love that guy. He did an awesome interview with Terry Gross, who yeah. you love, mm -hmm. uh, where he talked about he didn't get into acting until he was like in his yeah. 40s Isn't or something. That crazy? That gave me some hope. So, you know, you're about to learn something about me. Like, you want to be an actor? I, I think I'd be really good at it. I yeah. mean, I'm not, this isn't Justin being funny. This is Justin really I saying, like, yeah. I love being like groups, being mm -hmm. in front of people. Never bothers me. Yeah. Big groups, I'm fine with. Throw huh. me a you know, tour, all that. And so when I hear that he didn't get into it till he was 40. Neither did Harrison Ford. Really? Yeah. That I did not know. He was a carpenter yeah. you know, for a while. Mm -hmm. So when I hear that, there you go. and he just, his interview with Terry Gross, I suggest to anyone. Really? To, okay, oh, I'll just, listen to it. It was just so uplifting and he just sounded like yeah, such a such nice a guy. guy. He just recently died. And yeah, and he, he immigrated from England, but no accent. Or anything. That's funny. I think it was 18 when he came over or something like that. Hmm. Well, when you're young enough, you can kind of morph. Yeah, but I feel like 18. Well, either way, yeah, he, he's... You would think. You know. Uh, Interesting. I love him. Yes, he is awesome. And he just seemed like a like a good 
guy. Yeah. And he was, oh God, he was funny in this. In the, yeah. the scene where they're in the restaurant, his yeah, date he's there leaves. with a younger woman. Well, what does he say? To, uh, bring me a bottle of vodka and get get rid of any Bring reminder. me a large glass of... Take away any memory of her and bring, <laughs> bring me a large glass, glass of, of vodka. vodka. And the man says, of course. And then like smacks the napkin down on the table as if to like clear the air of oh, her I wish we had attitude. like a really old, uh, old school Italian restaurant here in Columbus. Like we were in... In Dayton, here. it's called De Salvas and it's... Wait, is that the one that they sell the sauce in mm. stores? Well, Pine Club. Well, yeah, the Salvos does sell sauce. I have yeah. been there. Is it like, God, not a, not like a, sh- it's not like a shopping mall-y type, but it's like an unimpressive building yeah. that it's in, right? It's totally and does like it have a like dumpy a front, little building. Yeah, like a yeah. glass facade. Yes. I've been there once and I did love it. Yeah, I w- it's great. I would highly suggest it. I'm sure there are people in Columbus now who are like, you don't know what you're talking about. There's a great restaurant. But I don't know the what only it one, is. Mary, Moretti's? Moretti's, I've heard. Yeah. I, I've Carsonis. never been there. There mm-hmm. used to be one called, uh, oh God, what was it called? Uh, shoot, my mom knew the chef and his name was Jimmy. Hmm. Oh, now it's going. Ricardo's. There used to be one called hmm. Ricardo's that was really good, but right. it burned down. I think they just do well, catering now. Diarini's right around the corner. The It used to be Cementos. called Cementos. This is where we still go all the time. And that makes me wonder, because my maiden name is Rini. There's so many names that got cut off at Ellis Island. Like, in the news right now is that guy who mm. is tried to pretend to be the missing kid. And mm. his name is Brian Rini. I saw that. I'm the one that sent it to you. Yeah. And then Brian sent it right <laughs> afterward. And he's like, looks like your cousin's getting in trouble. And I'm sure that he's related to us. But there are also so many Rinis that have had their names cut off. Mm. So, like, Cher's last name in this movie is Castorini. And, like, the people down the street who own the restaurant are Diarini. Oh, so, I get what you're saying. Yeah, lots and lots of opportunities to be a Rini. What are your opinions on public proposals? Because Cher got Love proposed it. to in a restaurant. Love it. You, you, okay, because some people don't. Yeah. Some people do. Love it. Okay. I love the idea of it. You didn't get proposed to in, like, a restaurant. No, anything, on a right? boat. And then Brian almost crashed into the shore. Was he driving the boat? Yeah. Wait, shut up. Yeah, he was driving the boat, and then he didn't realize the wheel wasn't straight, so he turned around and got on one knee, and then the boat started veering toward the shore. (laughs) And it was, like, headed, you know, in a right angle, straight toward the shore. And he's like, hold on a minute. And he had to stand back up and turn it. But you, knew, but you knew what was happening at that yeah, point. Yeah, because I was like, oh, my God. But I was also like, oh, my God. we're headed toward the shore. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh, fun. I feel like uh, I, I don't I, I'm neither for nor against public proposals. Like, oh, you know, right. whatever. But I feel like if I ever did something like that, mm-hmm. it would be like. Like like a like a Disney World, I get to one knee and all of a sudden I, someone would come along and be like, "Yeah, you need to, you need to move along. A parade's coming." Or like you know what? something like no, I just feel like I'd get interrupted, much oh like Brian God. getting interrupted by the shore. Yeah, uh, I would get by interrupted. Death. Yeah, yeah. And then like in a restaurant, you know, there's like there's a lot of variables at play. You know, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think restaurant is different than like sports venue. That's a lot. Sports venue. Yeah, I do like the sports venue ones where. It's not just like they flash to the seat and the guy gets on the knee. I like the ones where it's a full, it's like halftime or there's like a game uh, they're playing. And then at the yeah. end of the game, they spring it on her. Like mm, that I like. You know fun. what I mean? Yeah. Like those make me feel good. Yeah. I've always wondered if you do propose at a sports stadium, do they give you 
like a perk you know like the rest I of that they do yeah like the rest yeah. of the game they upgrade you to a seat or something, or like, something that. like that if you tell them ahead of time i think yeah and then i wonder also like why couldn't i just lie like why couldn't i just oh, like geez. it's like it's a good game why couldn't i just be it's like bad luck well no but then i wouldn't get it would you know it wouldn't be like was someone i'm getting married to. yeah it's bad luck and then your marriage in the future no but i'm saying ruined but what don't if you I, understand what, how superstition works no i i don't i'm not clearly yeah <laughs> That's a bad luck thing. That's karma, man. Um, I love that uh, they all live in the same house together, and mm-hmm. it's totally normal. Yep. And like you should. I mean, they li- I think it's Brooklyn because they're across the bridge. Like mm-hmm. they're across the bridge because they in the first scene show the twin towers. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Brooklyn. They live in a big old brownstone. That is it's a got big like house. three floors. Yeah. Like, and they say her dad Cosmo is like. Richer than Roosevelt. Wait, did they say his name was Cosmo? Yeah, Cosmo. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And she's Loretta. Oh, I really like that we have an adult rom-com here. They are all Yeah, she's 30. The, char- the, char- the character's yeah. 37. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that it's it's established adult, but it's not going into that, like, oh, the you know old maid territory, where it's like, you, bet, yeah. you better get married now before it's too late. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I'm making a voice, um, but <laughs> I feel like that's where they would go a that's lot of times with, like, an older... Like. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's just where they'd go with it a lot of times. It just is like, oh, the mom did have one wonderful line, though. Do you love him? Mm-hmm. No. No. But do Good. you like him? Yeah. Because they, cause Cause it, they know nuts. when you love him, they know, and then they can get away with anything. <laughs> but do you like him? Yes. He's a sweet man. Oh, oh I know what I was going to say. Did you see the way that she was making eggs? What, cracking him in the middle of a Yes, uh, of a piece of toast. toast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, I started good. doing eggs like that because of that movie. Really? I was like, oh, yeah. I in, need this. In college, Joe started, Joe did it, and I thought it, I assumed it was because of- It's hard of, to do. How so? You have to get the oil right. You have to toast the bread first, get some oil in that hole, get the hole big enough for the egg so it doesn't overflow it, and then you have to cook it just right so that there's no weird goopy stuff, like goopy white stuff in the middle, but the yolk is still runny, and you have to flip it and not burn the other side. Hmm. I guess I've never put all that much effort into it. It's fairly difficult. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you? How do you cut the hole out? Usually with a shot glass. Nice. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. But I have to do like a shot glass and a half and a little crescent because it's still not quite big enough. Yeah. Do you make these often? I used to. I don't do it as much. You know what I've done before is I've used that mm-hmm. as the top half of a sandwich. Yeah, so it's like the middle, you cut it in half, and then the middle, That's kind of you get a little bit of egg How built in. How big of a mess do you make? Oh, con- a huge, big, very large mess. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen me eat before? No, I don't oh. know if I oh, have. Oh, I'm inadvertently a slob. I remember one time I was eating chili in college, and not even the first bite just didn't even make it to my mouth, spilled oh. all over myself, and my roommate Will just looked at me and went, not even one bite this time, huh? <laughs> That's such you a will thing went, to say. I just went, yep. You know, <laughs> That's so funny. Just went right back to eating. Oh. Well, yeah, but I've never, in all the years that I've been making eggies in a basket, I've never put chopped red peppers, roasted red peppers in it. And that's what they do in this movie. Oh. I think that I need to try that next. Yeah. I have a cousin that hates peppers to the extent that he'll start yeah. gagging if you like mention yeah, them. But I, I have don't a friend. get it. They're delicious. She and her mom hate peppers doesn't make any sense to me they're yeah. delicious I know. they actually changed in 
uh, Inside Out, the Pixar movie, mm-hmm. they at one point they show broccoli on pizza that grosses the kid out, and they mm-hmm. change it to bell peppers for the Japanese release really? of it because they find bell peppers gross, apparently. Huh. Learned that fact on Reddit this wow. week. Well, Thai people like bell peppers because they're in curry. I have a good Thai restaurant that has lots of bell peppers in the curry. Hmm. I'm excited to see, uh, as this movie goes on, what Nicolas Cage does with his accent, because it was <laughs> not consistent in the scene we've seen oh, him in. Oh, was it? I felt like... Well, he just yelled so much. How can you tell? Uh, um, with my ears and <laughs> by listening. <laughs> okay, so ears and ears. I'm excited to see what he does with it, uh, because I yeah. do like his performance, but I did write down, what's his accent? Yeah. I wonder how people like have received Cher's accent, because to me it sounds good, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know where she's from. I, I am not going to say a bad thing about Cher in this movie. I, I could yeah. genuinely... I mean, she Love is just so enchanting. Yeah. You cannot look away from the screen. I know. She's beautiful. And Danny Aiello in his over-the-top <sighs> mama's boy kind of thing. And Oh, he's, oh my God. He's rubbing, he's, he's like, my mother's die, and she's just waving at him like, she's like shut, shut up. up. Yeah. Oh. And, and she's like, okay, well... It don't stand directly in the sun wear your hat <laughs> like she couldn't think of what else to say to him <laughs> and you know he's just like okay yes like he wanted someone to tell him what to do like he's like needs, he needs that. yeah well sarah we are let's get I, back I think, I think we're gonna dive back in and we will uh We'll see if my attitude towards this movie remains the same 30 more minutes from now more I bet it will bourbon. be <laughs> bye This movie just keeps getting better and better, Sarah. I'm so glad you like it. I know. We're sitting at about the hour mark, and quite a few things have happened. That's right. Cher has slept with her fiance's brother with one hand. She made a mistake first. Made him a steak first. <laughs> to feed his blood? Is that what <laughs> You'll take said? it bloody. I like it well done. You'll take it bloody to feed your blood. Oh, my goodness. And then, um, oh, God, Frazier's dad, his name just went out of my head. John, John Mahoney. Mahoney. John Mahoney is becoming... It seems like he is more than just a quick cameo spot. Yeah. I'm excited to see where this goes. A little nervous. He's flirting with uh, Cher's mom. Mm -hmm. And currently we are at the opera where Cher. Right. She made a deal with him, with Ronnie, Nicholas Cage, Cage. that he would not come to the wedding and never say anything to his brother about them sleeping together as long as she came to the opera with him tonight where we see her father is that mm-hmm. also with his i believe it's called a gumar yes his girlfriend his extramarital girlfriend <laughs> who's a... so perfect for that role she's got this sassy little pixie curled like cut and then like very boobular like lots of boobs well she was powdering her boobs at the intermission she of was the putting show. blush between her cleavage to accentuate the cleavage <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I I love intermissions so yeah. much. And I I can tell you specifically why. It's the one moment where they dim the lights before you go in. Mm-hmm. There's just something about that. Like it's that little wink and a nod that you oh oh I know what this means. <laughs> I feel so fancy. It's one well, of the Well they didn't few, dim the lights in this one. They, did they had a, a man yeah. wearing a cape hitting a xylophone. Which is 
also acceptable. <laughs> a fully adult man. A fully caped <laughs> adulted man. Balding man hitting a xylophone. Well, boom, boom, boom. I'll take boom, that more dimming boom, of the lights. Boom, I just like boom. anything where it's like a like a like you're in the club. Like yeah, you know, because cool. like xylophone or dimming lights, there could be a person like, what the hell does that mean? Like, like old school. I don't know if they still do this, but old school New York Met. Apparently, you get a real glass. Like made of glass, glass. There's no way they stay. Nowhere yeah, does that. It doesn't and seem like no, it. and that's what I hate when we go to here in Columbus, like the Palace Theater for anything, mm-hmm. and you get like, like a little, like a fucking plastic cup it with your drink. Like, yeah, it cup. just makes it takes yeah. away from the amp. Now, granted, I'm not going to that many fancy things, but like, we have a small one here, uh, the Southern Theater, where I saw like a somewhat classy bluegrass you know two-man show yeah and i had like in the front i'm sitting there front row tickets not to brag mm. with like solo cups of beer <laughs> <laughs> nice oh i uh i can't imagine those performers like to me i was hammer drunk i thought it was a like one uh i didn't realize there was going to be an intermission oh. so i got enough beer to last me what i thought was going to be the show so i was oh. hammered it at intermission and so by the second half of the show they would finish like a big bluegrass run and i would just stand up and slap the stage and oh just, like, jesus because you were right next cause to I, the and, stage oh because i was front yeah and i was Jeez. so amped up to be there <laughs> poor it, bella well no and yeah bela <laughs> fleck was was it was bela fleck and chris Thiele and bela would i swear <laughs> to god sarah i am not crazy here bela fleck when he was playing he would look over at me and Stephanie every once in a while. And I swear to God, before he did something hard, he'd occasionally wink at me and oh. then go nuts. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, Bela Flack, slap the stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Ugh. You're making his night. I hope so. He made mine. All right. So getting into this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, $10,800 in 1987. That's a lot of money for fucking copper pipes wow. in a house. So Cher's dad is a plumber. And he's always selling everyone on copper pipes. It it's a, it costs money. It costs money because it saves money. That's $22,736 today. Yeah, in copper. No wonder you can buy a lot of meth with that. Well, honestly, plumbing does cost a lot. That much? Wow. Well, I don't know what he never really is said. Is he what doing they a whole doing. house or is he just doing their bathroom? Because that's ridiculous. I'm assuming that's the whole house. I would hope so. I would hope so as well. Also, I don't know like a lot about plumbing and piping. I know a little bit, yeah. but where he was like, what you got is bad. It's and then, garbage. And then there's, then there's, what does he say? Like brass or and something. There's brass, and which then is fine unless something goes wrong. And then there's copper, which is the only thing I use. Like, I don't even know what the other thing when he says like bad garbage. pipes back there in the eighties <laughs> would would be old ass pipes yeah. i don't know stupid bro no wonder he's richer than a roosevelt and he keeps scraping where they're like do you know anything? he just keeps scraping with a razor a pipe blade with a little nut yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at this shit and then he has his girlfriend has a very nice fur coat that is so here's the deal mm-hmm. i was at i teach knitting and i was at really happy about that last sentence yep and i was at uh the store, the shop where I teach, and they are selling, and a lot of knitting stores are selling pom-poms that you can sew onto the top of your finished knit hat mm-hmm. that they have reclaimed from, from old fur coats or old what? fur pieces. So one pom-pom made out of raccoon fur, guess how much one pom-pom costs? 
it's all it's already money. it's already crafted you don't have to do anything it's already it's there like, it has ribbons attached to it so you can just like ri- literally tie it onto the top of your hat it's a reclaimed raccoon reclaimed raccoon okay knowing you're gonna do you want me to give the price <laughs> that i would pay or what i think they are charging what they are charging because you wouldn't pay more than like five dollars no i was going to say like five dollars yeah. uh 75 dollars. oh jesus no oh 36. Okay, well, you set it up like it was going to be something <laughs> crazy. 36 fucking dollars for a pom-pom. Sarah, I'm not going to lie. After that setup, you've made me think $36 is reasonable for a raccoon pom-pom. Ugh. Is it soft? Really soft. Ugh. I almost bought one today because I get a discount. I saw this overweight raccoon in my backyard last week. He Ooh, looked real soft. he'd think a lot soft. of pom-poms. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, raccoon fur? You couldn't get fucking fox or mink if it's old vintage fur. I don't want raccoon. Maybe raccoon was exotic at one point. I don't know. Maybe before the advent of trash cans, they weren't as prolific. <laughs> trash pandas <laughs> bulking themselves out. God, this... Pa- I mean, seriously, I'm making... It, like, I saw this <laughs> raccoon walk through my backyard. He was the John Belushi it, of raccoons. He was, without exaggeration, without his tail, like, that big. Oh. I am making, I would probably say, what, two and a half feet? Like, That's, a big... It's like, t- like two basketballs. Did I tell you that we had... I had a bird feeder set up outside our windows when we first moved in because I thought, oh, it'll be nice. Our windows are on, like, ground floor. We have a sunken living room. Raccoons. And, yeah, this <laughs> raccoon, this fucking raccoon came out from under our deck and just went to town. And then he would stare in the window at us because he was eye level with us. And Brian used to walk up slowly to the window and the raccoon would just be staring back at him. And Brian's like, this is crazy. Have you ever seen the bird feeders where it's, uh, well, it's squirrel feeders actually, but they're like Ugh. little, um, the tops of like animal heads, like doll yeah, animal heads. Yeah, and they heads stick their sp- heads yeah. up into them. Yeah, and yeah. they look like they're dinosaurs it's the or the only horses. good thing about feeding a squirrel God, i like your raccoon it. feeders yeah so anyway that fucking fur coat had to be 10 grand i don't know i want fur coats to make it not because the animal thing like okay right. get a vintage one that's already yeah. done or a fake one but like right. that look every once in a while it's i'll lush. see yeah every once in a while i'll see someone out at like a gallery hop yeah I mean, it's a statement piece yeah. when you are just when I in it. went to New York with my parents freshman year of high school, we because I went to a ritzy public school that was like kind of like a private school. We had a midwinter break. It was like the third week of February. We got a week off and we went to New York and we went to mass at St. Patrick's big, big fancy cathedral downtown at like five o'clock on a Saturday and there were lots of Italians, if not mob related Italians with women with big fur coats. And it was like, whoa. Didn't you have a fur coat party once? Yeah, we had a fur party because a lot of us realized we had like random vintage fur from our grandparents or like my mom got me a mink stole from an estate sale that I wore to homecoming one year. And it was just fun. You know who used to sell fur coats? Yeah. Don Draper. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that's back he, when he wasn't Don Draper. Yeah, yet. and that's when he talked Roger into, uh, Roger was asking whether he should get a shawl or a, a full coat, and he convinced him to go right in the middle and get her the, I don't know, like wrap around the type thing. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Huh. There you go. Okay, so 
Everyone in this movie has a small bed that they share with someone else, and it makes me really uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I don't you like, like a big it. bed. Have you seen our bed? We have a split king, so we can have different mattresses. Uh, well, we were just talking tonight about your yeah. This is like mattresses. iteration number five. Jesus. I think we were at six, and then I went back one to five. So I don't. I need, have one. I don't need a big bed for me. Honest to God, I don't need I would one for have... me. I need one to get away from someone else. If you. What is the smallest size bed if you were just you sleeping by yourself, you would feel comfortable? Oh, I'm fine with a twin. See, that's I I agree. It's just me. I've been told I'm crazy before. Oh, I don't care. I'm 100% comfortable in a twin by myself. Yeah, I'm fine. Good. I'm glad someone else is on my side. I'm I'm literally in a twin by myself because, Brian, we share sheets. Like, we have a, a, a king sheet and a king mattress pad. We just have different... XL twin beds because he likes this inner spring and I like this latex mattress and I'm so happy now I've switched back. Rough number, how many mattresses have you gone well, through? I told you this is like five. Uh, like it, I was up to six and then I went back to the fifth one. No, but that counts. That so doesn't six. count as five. That counts as six. Yeah, and then back. So you're very mattress conscious in these movies. It's, it's yeah. So like when when uh. Olympia Dukakis's brother looks back at his wife Rita and she's like, You look like you're 25 in this light. And then he comes back to bed. Oh, that was the greatest. But it's such a tiny bed. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't need a big bed, but mm. it's always, you know. What can you do? What can you do? She went to the priest and admitted that she slept with her fiance's brother. <laughs> Sandwich it between and two she normal things. Between two small things. The priest then went back and revisited Wait it, and she minute. only had two rosaries. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty light punishment. Like, yeah, you know, he goes. That's and then a, she didn't even do him. Yeah, and he goes, "That's a pretty big sin." Yeah, two rosaries. You need to think like, about that. Rip out some rosaries, pretty fast. Yeah. I went to Catholic school. You know why I think this movie is landing a lot with me, and it goes back to something we've talked about before: the casting. Yeah. Even Cher, who is gorgeous, they mm-hmm. all look like normal, normal people. Normal people, yeah. yes. Whereas if they made this 100%. movie today, it would all—I mean, it would yeah. be all unrealistic. You know movie why stars. I think my big fat Greek wedding is is oh also, same reason. Yeah, they're normal. A lot of character actors, a lot of people who are just like solid normal people. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, yeah. I think people discount how much. That matters. that matters to look yeah. at it and really be like, I've met that guy. Yeah. Like, not a person like that, but I'm pretty Letting sure I people ran into have him their earlier quirks. today. Yeah. 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 And let it really come through. Mm-hmm. I think that's why this movie like is my really big working Greek for wedding, me. There isn't a ginormous Greek population in America. There's certainly more Italians than there are Greeks, but Big Fat Greek Wedding, number one rom com mm-hmm. in terms of uh, ticket sales. And it, it's like, People like that story. When, they like the crazy ethnic. When I have element. it written here, it's this movie is campy, but it's also realistic at the same time. Yeah. They're they're they feel like caricatures, but like mm-hmm. you addressed earlier, they're they're not. It's just yeah, it's a it just... moderately accurate portrayal of eccentric people, but mm-hmm. they seem they're real. They yeah. are real. Mm-hmm. So I like that. My question for you is: oh Are the best rom coms set in New York? It's that's what we're kind of seeing, mm-hmm. but I don't. I wonder why. I mean, I'm not a big city guy. Like, love doesn't need to happen in the city. But I mean, something about New York and the skyline, and it's like sleepless in Seattle. Mm. 
Um, you've got mail. I guess there is like a a certain magic when you're mm-hmm. there. I guess a little bit. I've only really had like one real New York City trip, but yeah. it was fantastic. I didn't fall in love, but I had a great but time. You almost got lost. I did almost get lost. I almost got following hit by cars. a man on a bicycle. Yeah, I followed my friend Jared on a bicycle around the city, <laughs> and he didn't seem to care that I didn't know what was going on. And we're zo- I just I vividly remember rush hour Friday in New York <laughs> going past the UN. <laughs> In like a lane that we're not supposed oh, no. to be in. And I just remember like, I just, him in front of me pointing, he goes, UN. And then he keeps going and he gets like a Fucking block go. ahead of me. Yeah. And he gets like a block ahead of me. I don't like, dude, I don't even have written down what, where you live. Oh. Like I could get hit and I'm I'd just lost be, forever. Uh, just, yeah. Okay. So New York mm-hmm. and it's not quite there yet, but like. It's Christmas. It's Christmas time. Oh, it's definitely yeah, because all the like, lights on the streets are yeah. Like at, like that guy walks by with a Christmas tree at the very beginning. There's a little bit of like jaunty Christmas music going on. It's got a Home Alone kind of thing yeah. going, and then opera. Opera is also a rom com thing. Think about Pretty Woman when he takes her to the opera, and she's sitting there like crying i love that chair says i mean i like it but i don't really get it that's how i feel about opera i was actually gonna ask are you an opera person i wish that i could have that experience that julia roberts has where she's just like crying Mm. watching it i just i maybe i need to just see it live Mm -hmm. because i've read a book about an opera singer it's called um bel canto so good and she gets trapped in a hostage situation in south america but she sings and and the way that the author describes her singing just sounds so freaking incredible like i apparently i need to see this live hmm. like not on a recording not in a movie like no, live. I believe that. Yeah, Real live, New York. Well, same thing with like musical theater. It doesn't translate to. We've talked right. about this before. How like watching yeah. a performance of Hamilton, you know, Isn't you the love. Same. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't translate right. to to film. Yeah. It the. I think that I've heard opera compared to, and this is going to sound crazy, but let me explain it. Mm-hmm. I've heard opera compared to jam bands in oh, that yeah, like I the people that. that like jam bands like yeah. opera, because you get to know this thing that is, mm-hmm. there is a framework for it, but it's ever changing, but it's ever changing. And then yeah. you, everyone that does their kind of take on it, it, you can, you can notice the subtleties and that's mm-hmm. how people get so crazy and picky with it. And same thing right. with like symphonies. So I think I have the nuts and bolts to yeah, enjoy I really want to like see that. Like, my friend Corey, who is a listener, he is an avid opera lover and he spends a lot of winters in new york and just sees opera like that's one of his things he loves opera and i know it's going to disappoint him that i've said i don't get it i want to get it yeah yeah yeah. and i'd like to experience it so Corey, i'm open to it (laughs) i just need some help we went in grade school in sixth grade we wrote our own opera, which I'd actually call yeah. more like musical theater. I was an actor in it, not yeah. to brag. Yeah. I'll show you the t-shirt one day. I have it somewhere. Okay. Uh, and we went to Carmen. Oh. Yeah, but it was still, I, I was too young to really appreciate what was right. going on. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I'd be more likely to get into the symphony hard yeah. than an opera. Hmm. Um, but also, I am also open to it. Yeah. So maybe we'll have Help to... Help us, Corey. Well, maybe this summer Columbus has an opera. Maybe we'll just have to force but that's ourselves. Not... You want to see like, like the, real... See the real... thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like watching well, not the ballet, real... it is regional the real thing, ballet. But you want to see like... You want to start at I the I want to see the best. Like that's the thing about like watching a movie or watching TV. We don't have 
regional TV other than local news, mm. you know? We see the best TV. We see the movie that everyone sees. We see the creme de la creme of whatever. And then when we see theater, it's regional, and it's usually not good. And then you go to Broadway. I've only seen a Broadway play twice, and they both blew me away. They are so much better than anything you will see. And you got to go to the heart of where it, where it is, where it happens. Yeah, but is that is that always good to just yes. only be to have the best thing in f- front of you like yeah shouldn't you oh okay i was gonna say <laughs> because i've be- tried it i'm 34 almost 35 i've tried a lot of regional theater mm. i've seen the same production on broadway and then off broadway and it's fun yeah and you like the songs but to be well I guess what i'm saying you can best. find enjoyment in it though when it's not like the kind of i can also space out and think how this isn't so great yeah but with broadway you're like whoa this is amazing i just i i want the best i I, yeah i I get what you're i get what you're saying i just i want to appreciate there there are talented people i think here in columbus that may not be like joe bluth why have the best when you can have the rest (laughs) right (laughs) there's more of it (laughs) um as a as a woman, Sarah, yeah. uh, I have to ask. Nicholas Cage looked at Cher uh-huh. uh, when she and when said, he saw thank it. You? As a woman, how would you react if a guy just simply said thank you? I mean, I have heard horror stories of creepy men on the street saying thank you as a woman goes by. Oh no, I didn't mean like and that. That's but like, okay. fuck you. I'm walking here. This isn't for you. You know. Like, I'm a human walking. I'm not a present for you to stare at, you okay. asshole. Now, how about, but how about the way liked, I meant it? I <laughs> liked what he said because he knew that it was kind of a gift to him that she was so dressed up. But it was also a gift to herself. She had that sassy moment. She did. With the 80s saxophone in her parents' living room in her slip Next to the fire. One I was like looking at the scene and I'm like, no, there's the piano. She is in the living room by herself, hoping no one walks in. One of her many family members. Yeah, gutsy Having a moment with all of the things all over the floor, looking at her sexy <laughs> shoe. Like, all right. <laughs> Two things. Yeah. Uh, guys say thank you as a girl walks down the street? Like that yeah. sounds like one of the... I mean, getting on the bus. I mean, like, there's a like, okay, catcalling, catcalling, not yeah, catcalling, not cool. Period. But that's that's probably the creepiest catcall I've ever heard. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I was staring dead-eyed into my boobs. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Staring dead-eyed into my boobs. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so what you're saying is creepy homeless guy saying thank you is uh, wrong. No, neg- not just even homeless guys. Reaction. Like any dude. Okay. Negative reaction. Nicholas Cage. In context. In context. Po- yes. Date at And saying also, I like his reaction. old teeth. What does that even mean? Look at his teeth. Old he's had teeth? them. He's had them fixed since then. Oh, you mean like okay? I like his old original teeth. <laughs> They're good. That's like Hillary Duff's original teeth. Just stick with the originals, man. You know, you don't need a big lot. horse teeth. You mean like veneer? Like they get veneers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Don't need that. What's your veneer- old original yeah. teeth? What are ven- when like? Do they just they slap- file down your teeth into little triangles and then they put a big cap 
tooth over it. So you oh. can never go back. Oh, no. Yeah. Why would you want that? Because then they're perfect. Wouldn't that feel weird? No, because it's like glued on. Like it's now your tooth. No, I don't want that. No. No. Mm-mm. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, my final note for this you can portion never go of home it again. is when they met at the opera, meet, yeah. meeting places before cell phones. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, the Fountain, another meeting place, another rom-com. This movie's early enough. Maybe it one of the uh maybe it's making these tropes no no that's okay. what that was, was an standing? italian thing what's the uh fellini always had the fountain oh, okay. thing that's like like fountains come on just lovers and fountains lovers and italians and, fountains. and moons yeah. and the moon is such a character it's cosmos its own moon. character it's cosmos moon rita rita look it's cosmos moon that's almost as good as the line in um it's a wonderful life. Look, Daddy, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Well, welcome, Mary. It's a moon. <laughs> Mary. <laughs> Do you know me, Mary? Because <laughs> they're like, okay. So, like, It's a Wonderful Life, one of my favorite movies of all time. This movie, one of the best movies ever. And Princess Bride. So you're really and the I feel moons? Like, I guess so. Do you want me to lasso the moon, Mary? Because I'll get it well, for I'll you. I'll get right up there and get it for you, Mary. <laughs> Are you a big fan of uh, Mac Tonight, the McDonald's moon man from the 80s? Is he doing anything for you? Oh, no, I didn't like him. He was creepy. <laughs> hey, uh, oh, we'll have to put him on Facebook. I don't know. I, I do not like that. What is that, that called? Anthrop- anthrop- anthropomorphizing? Yeah, anthropomorphizing yeah. a moon is probably moon. not the best idea. Yeah. They, they need to bring him back with Max Headroom. No, they don't. Ugh. Okay, are you ready? Do you have any more notes for this this chunk? Are we ready to dive back into the oh, finish? Oh, one really quick note. Do you notice she picks up Carmaggio's money, like a deposit, yeah. and puts it in that thing and it's like, I gotta go, I gotta go. Mm. Do you think she's spending his money? I was concerned about that. I was actually wondering if that was going to come up in this Is she half. the thief? <gasps> oh my God, maybe. Because we have, because they mentioned gypsies. Yeah, we have a tramp. Him and his his bad gypsy eyes. Yeah, his bad eyes like a gypsy. Bad eyes like a gypsy. And then his, her dad and his tramp. Yeah, the gumar. And then we've got thieves. Is she being the thief? God, I hope we find out. If we if we don't, that's the theory I'm going with. So we do have a gypsy tramp. She she used all the money at Cinderella's beauty shop, and then the fancy shoe and dress store. She used all the money at the. Uh, I would like to note. I love that she just chooses the mannequin. And last week, Stephanie told me that that's what her dad does at Christmas. He's just like, I'll take the entire mannequin, head to toe, including the purse and the shoes. I'll take it all, wrap it up, Merry Christmas. Total dad move. Like, that's hilarious. Well, and you know what? It's functional because like someone put that outfit together. Someone spent time. So why do you need to to reinvent the wheel? They did it for you. He's done it. Ugh. That that's a good move. Yeah. I fully support it. I like it. Okay, are we okay. ready to dive Let's back do in? It. All right, we got forty more minutes. All right, goodbye. What is pasta fazool? Mm. Oh, all right. Fazolis, real Italian. <laughs> Real fast. When's the last time you had fazolis? It's been a long time. I think I've had it twice in my life. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. We only have one here in Columbus. Sad. I remember I visited a friend in Notre Dame 
and I forget why we were there with his family or something. And we went to Fazoli's cause it was the only restaurant that wasn't just packed with parents and people. And that's one of the two times I've been to Fazoli's mm. and there was a lady just roaming with breadsticks. It means pasta y fagioli, which means pasta and beans. It's a traditional Italian soup. <laughs> so it's soup. Yeah. Well, there we go. It started as a peasant dish. As they all do. Being composed of inexpensive ingredients, just like pizza hmm. and polenta. It's often called pasta fazool in the United States, derived from this Neapolitan name, pasta y fazule. Hmm. There you go. Okie dokie. Well, that's good. When you walk in a dream. But you know you're not dreaming, senor. I'm dead serious. I would love this summer to go to the Dean Martin Festival in Steubenville. I know we talked about this with your dad on Groundhog Day, but I think it would be... Welcome to the Dean Martin Festival, Steubenville. Celebrating our 20th year. It doesn't seem to have a date anywhere. (laughs) <laughs> it festival. You'll never know when you'll find it. It has festival activities. It's for always sure. Dean Martin Festival in <laughs> Steubenville. <laughs> There's nothing else. They have a very rapey football team. <laughs> well, in 2018, it was June 14th. I'm assuming they just haven't updated this quite yet. Uh, we'll be in the UK. Oh wait, look at this on their website. They've uh, photoshopped a picture of Dean Martin in front of Steubenville, Steubenville Big, Big Red. Dino's back in town, baby. I want to go to that. I'll keep you up to date on that. Okay. Okay. So this movie... It's over. It's over, and I loved it. <laughs> I really, really loved it. I think this might be one of my favorite ones that we've watched so I know, far, it's period. so great. And it's he- everything that that Thanksgiving movie wasn't. That's a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. And I think, too, it wouldn't have worked without Nicolas Cage's acting being a little like off kilter, you know, like he, he came across as a weird dude Mm -hmm. and a weird character. Like if he was a smooth, smoother, or he didn't feel just a little slippery. He doesn't fit in. Yeah. 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 And I think that's, that's partially why it worked too. I love that he calls her out for who she is. Cause she calls him out right away as Mm. a wolf who's willing to, um, eat off or bite off his own hand, his own paw in order to get away from the wrong woman and then he says well I know what you are you're a woman who's too afraid to find Mr. Right so you find safety in the wrong guy that was good and it's just as uh, playing it safe is the most dangerous it's the most dangerous thing a woman like you can do <laughs> and isn't that the truth though jeez yeah. that is good. that hits home doesn't it so how much older do you think Cher is than Nicolas Cage in real life in real life yeah god in this movie they didn't to me look super far off I'd say mm-hmm. like tops 10 years tops 17 no freaking way yeah god share good for you i know i mean she's beautiful oh even yeah i mean still even today and she's mm-hmm. got to be what in her like 70s she's like 75 and she looks great yeah. i mean she, she's had a lot of yeah. surgery but but in 1987 yeah she maybe only had like one or two things wow so, yeah love love share i mean mm-hmm. i i am i am really seeing why people are so just enamored with her i know in uh, the American Film Institute's list of 10 great films in the genre romantic comedy, it's number eight. I'd fully believe that. What's ahead of it? I don't know. Oh, okay. Never mind. Norman Jewison is the 
film director. Mm-hmm. He considers this his favorite movie of all the films he's directed. He has directed a ton of really big films, including Fiddler on the Roof, Ooh. Jesus Christ Superstar, Other People's Money, The Hurricane, the um, Denzel Washington. The Hurricane, okay, yeah. Uh, Dinner with Friends, like some pretty big stuff and this is his favorite really mm-hmm. i entirely believe that though this movie was really really enjoyable i cannot yeah. stress that enough if you haven't seen this go see moonstruck immediately you do you know what s- this was originally called uh, cosmos moon <laughs> the bride and the wolf Ooh, no <laughs> moonstruck is much it's much better, better yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i like that a lot better yeah i really don't have honestly like any notes on the back half i just watched it in happiness okay so nicholas cage's hair at the opera it's like straight out of ace ventura yeah, like is that not was. ace ventura yeah. okay oh. and we couldn't stop talking about it but our friend steve looks just like really Nicolas cage. really has a Nicolas cage vibe going yeah like I, like the whole like blue-eyed kind of like hang dog expression and like to the point where if you told me steve modeled his look after 1987 yeah. nicholas cage i would, would say yes yeah. that is why steve looks like this you would, and he kind of has almost that cadence to his voice too mm-hmm. and he always likes like women that you're like you really you're going for her all right okay cool <laughs> And he just got married, apparently, so it's worked out for him. Good for him. Congrats, Steve. I must say, also, though, Nicolas Cage, when he goes in to meet the family, mm-hmm. and the mother asks if he wants oatmeal, and he's like, I would like some oatmeal, yeah. and then sits down and just starts trying to dive in. <laughs> yeah. Our good friend Mike from uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, 100%, that is what he would do. I've oh, seen really? him dive into so many situations where it's like, <laughs> this is awkward, we should leave. Oh, no, you're doubling down. Yeah. Okie dokie. That reminds me of a Tim South moment. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, that yes, as well. I would like some. Yeah, give me, you know what? Give me two of those, I'll please. I'll do that. Yes. And oatmeal, they're such a colorful family. And then they're all served completely bland, no additions oatmeal. Like, I don't see anyone add milk. I don't see anyone add sugar. And they add sugar to everything. And they're just eating bland oatmeal. There's something There's something there. Yeah, what does that say about the story, Sarah? It says... Something. I don't know. You'll have to think about that some yeah. more. But... How beautiful is Olympia Dukakis's hair? I want her hair. That's the mom, right? Yes, it's so perfectly coiffed. It's like silvery gray, and it's curled in such a way that it's like swoopy. And she's just always so regal looking. Well, and you know, watching the movie like we did in chunks and then coming to talk about Mm it, she was in the first and second portion of the movie not a big part and then the third came on real strong it was just neat to see how each character like breaking it up like that yeah you had to really pay attention to who was or it let you pay attention and the superstition it comes into play danny aiello can't marry her because his mother recovered so if i marry you my mother will die and then all of a sudden he's really cool with this woman marrying his brother like that i don't was, think he is he because he's sitting to... on the side he's totally flabbergasted yeah, he says he i can't like marry storming you out he's I'd not have stormed angry out. but he's totally bewildered because then 
he says, I can't marry you. And then suddenly Nicolas Cage turns to her and says, will you marry me? And she's like, where's the ring? And then he says, can I borrow that ring? And Daniela just looks at him like, what is going on? Hands in the ring. And he's sitting by himself. And then that's when Cosmo's dad, Cher's grandpa, pulls him in and says, come on, we have to drink champagne. He's like, I don't want to drink that. Here, have some of this. And then he's like, you're going to be a part of the family. Like, it's like he doesn't realize he's even a part of this anymore. He thinks he's totally on the outs until the grandpa says, you're going to be a part of the family. You're the brother-in-law now. And he's like, oh, and then it's like that allows him to celebrate. Like he realizes his role, which seems like a much more comfortable role for him. Yeah. Like it's where he's safer. (laughs) Right. That ending was fantastic. Okay. So another metaphor. Do you notice the baggage? He is carrying those bags from the airport. He leaves them in front of the cab. He has to go back, get them out of the, get them into the cab. Then he pulls up to Cher's house leaves the bags, has to go get them, pull them out of the cab into the house. Then he leaves them in the house. It is literally the baggage that he's carrying around. Like he has to tell Cher that he can't marry Marry her. her. That's his baggage that he's literally keeps forgetting and and having to drag around with him. Like that is the (laughs) metaphor. So good. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. I really like this movie. Yeah, it was so good. Well, so then. All right, so the elements. It Yeah. D- they're meat cute. He's meat uh, cute's fucking great. She has to go uh, down into the basement. And he's asking for a knife to kill himself. Bring me the big knife, Chrissy. I won't do it. I want you to see me kill myself. I want you to so see you me cut my, my throat. Brother. Yeah. Bring me the big knife. I won't do it, Johnny. I tell you, I won't do it. <laughs> That man That's is like so torture. the best. Uh, the reason they can't be together, she's engaged to his brother, right? Yeah. The soundtrack seems to be all Labo M and one Dean Martin song. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Right? Oh, but it's wonderful. <laughs> Are there, I don't think there's a montage. Is there a montage? Um, the closest we get, I think, is when she's up. sitting. Yeah, when she's sitting... In her living room, having her sexy well, time. Well, I was saying her getting like her hair cut, and then it shows her going to the store, and she comes yeah. out of the store, I guess a and little she's, bit. she's like getting her eyebrows plucked. I don't know. In this day and age, she would be getting them waxed or threaded, not individually plucked one by one. I got my... So when I was in on my study abroad in Asia, mm-hmm. it, I never thought anything about my eyebrows, and they got made fun of a lot. In Asia? Not by the not by people in Asia, but by the people I was there with. That's weird. And I was like, this is odd. Like no one's like why are, why all of a sudden is this a thing now? Hmm. And so finally one night a girl was like, I am plucking them. You should have two. Oh, and like, you know, it wasn't bad, but like I get bushy eyebrows, I guess. Yeah. And now I trim them a little bit, but I remember just being in um again burma a lot of things happen in burma apparently and this girl is tweezering my eyebrows in a room in burma and i'm just sneezing uncontrollably (laughs) and it hurt like a motherfucker i thought and it was like every you know after every once in a while i'd have to like kind of slap my forehead it was just (laughs) terrible so no i would i i would very much more wax than as someone who plucks her eyebrows every single day every day i would have a unibrow if i did not maintain these eyebrows every day Mm -hmm. how long 
Like cup? No, just like two minutes. Yeah, no, thank you. You, you get desensitized. You don't really? feel it anymore. Ugh. No. I I take a razor and just go <laughs> and just kind of clean it up, and then sometimes That's I'll funny. cut I'll cut the bushy guys, and yeah. I just let the rest. Oh, I'd be a terrible woman. I would. No, you've done a pretty good job. You haven't made them too far apart. They look natural. Oh, stop it. Good job. All right. So the sassy side friend, her sassy side friend. I don't know if she has one specifically. Her mom's sassy side friend is her sister-in-law. Yeah. Her brother's wife, Rita. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, oh, her grandpa knows. doesn't really give advice. No. He just yells at the moon and howls at the dogs. La Bella Luna. Howl. I don't know what all the dogs are about. I don't know either, but he makes the dogs howl at the moon, which I like. I know. So she doesn't have really a sassy side friend. That's this point. Yeah, she is kind of an island. Yeah. Aw, poor girl. Uh, Nicholas Cage is the one that gives her the more of the back to reality speech. Yeah, that was good. And he says, love isn't, love is messy. It tears us apart. Yeah, I thought that was, it's, was I thought good. that was a really good message yeah. too. Yeah, it's not this, it's We're not this, this neat, pretty thing. To, to destroy ourselves and die. I mean. <laughs> to make a mess and die, basically. I don't know that he's 100% wrong, to be perfectly yeah. honest. It's, I think uh, he's got a lot, a lot of truth in that statement. Yeah. And then he gets her to go to bed with him again. Well, we don't know what happened. Yes, huh? Oh. I mean, they could have gone up and just had he coffee. He says, get in my bed. Come with me and get in my bed. And then he holds out his big fake hand. And she takes it, just take, like in La Boheme. Take my strong hand. <laughs> Location slash city, New, New York. York. To your point earlier. It's like the epicenter. Yeah. Man. The jobs. I mean, his job as baker is pretty... Yeah. Original. It's yeah. It's clever. Yeah. It's interesting. Neither is an architect or a writer. I lost my hand. <laughs> Red slicer. So neither is an architect. Neither is a writer. She's a bookkeeper. Apparently, she was concerned about taking this role because she wasn't sure she could really play a such a dumpy little character. And then she thought that she was doing really badly. She thought the film was going to be a dud. Wow. Yeah. That really surprised me because she was wonderful in it and deserved that Oscar. I know. There's a lot of levity. There's an awful lot a of levity. A lot of laughs. I, you and I were both genuinely notes. laughing during this quite yeah. a bit. There's so many good lines. Yeah. Gosh. It's almost got like a Wes Anderson-ish kind of thing going on with like the silly lines that are serious but are also comedic. Yeah. The way they're the way they're delivered mm -hmm. or the context of how they're delivered makes them yeah. sort of sort of a dry. I guess the subgenre would be that it's a family. Yeah, I'd throw that in there for sure because yeah. it it kind of showed how the all their their because there are a couple were... of different um, plot lines. Yeah, yeah, the dad with the the mistress, with the, the mom with John Mahoney. Yeah, her she and um, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage, and then Rita and what's his name? Olympia Dukakis' his brother. Oh, the uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the dad with the dogs. With the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> It just shows everybody's different different ways of loving. Yeah. The length of the movie is right on there. Buck 42. Yeah. This is right in the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We made it. Yeah. Um, I don't think it ended on a smart or sassy comment. It ended it with a picture of the family. Comment, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all cheer. You're, you know, they're cheersing to La Familia. La Familia. It's like perfect in its like situation 
the you know where it places itself at the end of that movie is it makes me really still wanna, within the family it makes me really want to try champagne with a sugar cube in it mm. which i can't see you'll being have to good, tell me because i'm allergic so you can't even have like is. a sip of champagne would you like to see me try <laughs> kind of <laughs> well then you're gonna drive me to the er uh. um but i did like how he says, well, you find, um, her dad says, well, you find out after all this time that your life was built on nothing. And then Olympia Dukakis starts tearing up. She's like, your life wasn't built on nothing. And then instead of laying into him or really, you know, letting him have it, she just says, te amo, which is I love you in Italian. And it's such, like, you can just see how good of an actress she is, how much she feels that moment. And he says it back, and it's like they forgive each other. No matter how many stupid things they do, they feel it. The yeah. family. She won the Oscar for that, you said, yeah, right? Yeah, Best Supporting Actress. 100% deserved it for the, the, yeah. for the third half so of that good. film. So good. Or the third third of that film. Yeah. Well, the third so, period. So, yes. So then... <laughs> You know, scale of one to ten. If you were gonna, if an alien popped down, just so good. Yeah, if an alien popped down, would this be the? Movie I mean, you'd does it? On? The only thing that I wonder about an alien is it too specifically ethnic? I don't. Well, that's. I'll give my opinion in a moment. Can I? Can I give like a nine point seven five? You can. This is your show. <laughs> you definitely can give oh, it a yeah, nine point seven five. Because that's the only thing that would keep me from being like, check this out, alien. <laughs> like, like if the alien didn't understand Sicilians? Yeah. Like like you need to have a fair understanding of uh, culture, mm-hmm. maybe, to appreciate the full extent of the ridiculousness. But... Mm. I, I'm going to call it a 10. I don't really? think this would ever be confused for anything else. I get what you're saying, yeah. but I don't think that really plays into it at all. There's still, it hits all of our high points. Yeah. It could not be confused for a drama or anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- there's so three good. kind of pseudo. Would you show this over going. You've Got Mail? I was wondering that is is I was watching it. I still it, think I, if I had to choose, if I had an alien coming to dinner, yes, I would still choose You've Got Mail over this movie, man. even though I love this movie yeah, yeah, more. Yeah. I think You've Got Mail is just a little bit cleaner. Ah, shoot, you're yeah. It would be close. Yeah. It would be really close, but I guess you are right. I'd probably lean you've got mail, but this would be a this would be a very close second. Yeah. But I'm not I guess when I'm when I'm doing these one to ten things, I'm not putting them in order. I, I'm just yeah, more okay. saying like if I because you know, that's just gonna get confusing mm-hmm. eventually. I'm just trying to say, could it be confused as anything else? And like, I mean, this I isn't certainly agree. Else. It's in the top ten rom coms of all time. Yes, this is fantastic. Top five. It's so good. Yes, it's incredible, and I'm mad that I hadn't seen it sooner. And I thank you very much for making me. <laughs> but sit that's down so and watch exciting it. that you haven't seen it. Like, it's it makes it even more special. Yeah, I get to watch it with fresh eyes. Yeah, you're lucky. <laughs> I'm gonna make eggies in a basket tomorrow. Are you? Mm-hmm. Also oh. known as Toad in a Hole. <laughs> There are lots of names for it. I looked it up. <laughs> One-eyed Jack. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, all right. Do you have anything else? No. Nope. 
All right, everybody, see this movie. Sir, if people want to look on Instagram, how do they find us? They'd never find us because I haven't posted because I gave it up for Lent. Okay. It's uh, romcomcom, D-O-T-com on Instagram. Or just check our Facebook, which I have been updating. Huh. Well, that's good. Yeah. And send us an email. Where would they mm-hmm. send us an email? We got some suggestions. We're mm-hmm. going to do some of them. Yeah. Uh, mail at romcomcom.com. Yeah. Like we said, we'll... We'll be doing some suggestions. Tell us that we your favorite rom coms. Yeah. Where would this fall in your list? Yeah. And then, as always, we want to thank This Is My Suitcase for letting us use Love off the album The Keys, Keys to, to Cat, Cat Heaven. Heaven. So check them out. And uh, yeah, that's just, this was wonderful. I had so much fun. <laughs> Me too. And it's late. Let's go, Night Night. Night Night. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They don't die.